The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Treadle skipped past Owen. Sydney thought about the three, couldn't get it off. Back up top off the screen. Treadle top of the circle. Back over to Nori. She'll fire the three, and it's good. Liv Nori with seven points here in the first quarter. Tonight, the Kearney Catholic Stars welcome in Lexington. High school basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Boss Hammer to throw it in. Kagan lobs it up top. O'Brien's open. O'Brien's three. O'Brien's good. Second three for Logan O'Brien, the third of the quarter, 29-27. Tonight's games feature a pair of girls' teams looking to return to the win column, while both boys' squads are coming off matchups with top ten opponents last week. It's the Minute Men and Stars coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium in Kearney with ESPN Sports' Caleb Henry right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back here to Pleasanton as the hometown Bulldogs hoping to pull off the doubleheader sweep against Amherst. The girls won earlier tonight in convincing fashion, 47-23. Won't probably be as easy here on the boys' side, Pleasanton comes in with a record of 9-4. and four. They won six of the last seven games. But right now, Amherst is playing some pretty good basketball, as witnessed by their win at Overton uh, just about a week ago, as they won, defeat, upset the Eagles at their place a week ago tonight. They're hoping to then do the same thing here to the Bulldogs. So they've been playing pretty good basketball here in the last three games or so after uh, going 0-2 in their own holiday tournament, losing to both Ogallala and North Platte St. Pat's, who are both pretty good basketball teams, but they've really kind of got it going after the Christmas break and have played pretty good ball here in 2019. As I mentioned, they have not lost a game this year, and by year I mean 2019, as they won three in a row, winning against Eustace Farnham, Alma, and as we mentioned, at Overton, and that is a very impressive win for the Amherst Broncos. So this is going to be a pretty interesting matchup, and we're excited to be here, here on the ESPN Superstation in Kearney, Amherst, and in Pleasanton. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. We'll give you our starters as we continue with more of the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment. Be back with the starters right after this. TNF Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and wishes the area athletes good luck in the competition. Rick and his crew offers all grades of aggregate, including masonry, sand, gravel, rock, crushed concrete, fill material, white rock, boulders, flagstone, and stream rock. Get your rock on at TNF Sand and Gravel in Elm Creek or call Rick at 308-234-1285. TNF Sand and Gravel, the company that rocks. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. 
and the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Let's give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the visitors from Amherst. They'll be led by Kalen Rohde, a six-foot-tall sophomore. Josh Elo is 6'2", and a junior. Jared Ivey, 5'10", senior. Tanner Thompson, 6'1", and just a sophomore. And Dominic Esperson, six-foot-tall and a junior. For uh, head coach Eric Rippon, the assistant coaches are Les Adelung. Larry Lichty, Jaden Ford, and Jordan Cox. For the Pleasanton Bulldogs, they'll start Seth Eckel, a 5'7 junior. Kessler Dixon, 6'1 and a junior. Jackson Keyshaw is a 5'11 junior. Brady Klein is 6'1 and a junior. And the only senior starter will be Jaden Westland. He is 6'5 and a senior for head coach Jeff Vetter. Assistant coach is Nick High. Once again, you're listening to our pregame show brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We've got plenty of other action for you on our uh, myriad of stations uh, for you tonight. And we do have some finals for you, as we mentioned earlier, right here in Pleasanton. The Lady Bulldogs, number two in Class D1, pick up a 47-23 win over Amherst. They are now 13-1 on the season. Uh, elsewhere, it was Loomis over Wilcox Hildreth, 52-25. to That game is over on Power 99. And uh, also over on the breeze, 94.5. The last report, Blue Hill had the lead over Red Cloud, 24-11. So it looked like the uh, Bobcats in pretty good shape there. Boys games following, of course, on both of those. So uh, about the time we tip this one off will be about the time that um, those boys games should be wrapping up. Don't have the final on the Blue Hill game yet, but that game probably has already gone final. So plenty of action for these two teams, too, because uh, we're right in the midst of the season. Uh, Next up for Pleasanton, they'll travel to Sumner-Eddyville-Miller tomorrow for a doubleheader. Meanwhile, on Tuesday, it'll be Amherst back in action as they'll be traveling on to Shelton to take on a different set of Bulldogs. They wear a different colored jersey. But we'll be back with more of our pregame show. Get ready to tip things off here between Amherst and Pleasanton when we return with more of our pregame show brought to you by Ogemeyer Hybrids. We're back right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. And welcome back here to Pleasanton High School as the Bulldogs taking on the Amherst Broncos. Amherst being introduced right now, of course, are in their uh, gray uniforms with the uh, blue numbers. That's blue. Uh, the red numbers. And it says Amherst across the front. A little bit of white trim in there, and they got the checkerboard on the side. Kind of like the checkerboard. Meanwhile, the Bulldogs are being introduced here as well. They love their warm-up pants. You know, the red and white striped warm-up pants. The P-Town Bulldogs on their warm-up jerseys. Of course, they'll be in their home white uniforms. Same Pleasanton across the front. Red numbers, letters, a little bit of black trim in there as well. As we mentioned earlier tonight, the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs had no problem. Uh, it was tight early on, but then a 9-0 run, 11-0 run rather, opened things up for uh, Pleasanton, and they now are 13-1 on the season with a 47-23 win over Amherst. Well, not be quite as uh, easy to go here in this one, Pleasanton comes in with a record of 9-4. and four. They won six of their last seven games, but winning three in a row here is Amherst, and they are now 4-8 and eight on the year. So we're all set and ready to go. Ball is in the air. Tip is going to be controlled. No, it's actually grabbed by the jumper, Jaden Westland, and you can't do that. And I think that means that it will be Amherst basketball. Yeah, the officials confer here. That will be Amherst basketball. You can tip it twice if you need to. You can't grab it. And the possession arrow, I think they're talking about, will be going to Pleasanton. Or is that a turnover? Well, if they put the arrow this way, that means that's a turnover. So that's a violation. So that'll that'll serve as a Pleasanton turnover. So turnover to start the game here for Pleasanton. It will be Amherst basketball, and Amherst will get the possession arrow. Haven't seen that in a while, and couldn't remember how that worked. Coach Vetter talking to the official now to 
work out the details of this. <laughs> he gives that, that little hand flip that people do is like, yeah, whatever. It is Amherst basketball. And uh, Ivy up, work the ball around the, the perimeter. And on the right wing with it, here is Thompson. Thompson gives back left side here for Rody. Rody stops, gives out top circle here for Asperson. Asperson back out here for Rody. Rody to Asperson. Asperson had trouble handling it. He'll give it to Elo. And Elo gave it away, gets it back. Elo thought about the three, but he'll give it top of the circle here for Asperson. Esperson now gets it over the hands here. Jared Ivey will give it to Elo. Elo will fight the th- shoot the three this time. It's no good, and Klein pulls down the board here for the Dogs. So Pleasanton in the offensive end for the first time tonight. They'll get the ball over here in the hands of Echo. Echo throws right side for Keyshaw. Jackson Keyshaw, well, they leave him open for the three if he wants it, but he'll give the ball here on the right wing for Dixon. Dixon has it top of the circle. He gives now right side for Keyshaw. Keyshaw. On the baseline, they'll lob it down low. Nice catch in there by Westland. Westland's going to kiss it off the glass and in. Well, they found a little open space in there, laid it up for Jaden Westland, and Westland with the bucket. Now in transition, Thompson's going to pull up for the jumper. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Dixon. Dogs on the run. Klein has it. Klein will knife through, trying to get it in underneath here for Westland. It's knocked out of his hands and out of bounds, but last touch by Amherst. So Pleasanton will inbound underneath their own hoop here. They've got the first two points of the ball game, and open in the corner for the three is Dixon. Dixon's three is no good, and rebounded by Thompson. So Thompson will pull down the board, and the Broncos are going to go on the attack here. Rody will throw it right side for Elo. Back off of a screen left side for Ivy. Ivy stops on the wing, and will get the ball inside the three-point arc to Rody. Rody will give it back out. Around the perimeter we go as Ivy has it. Ivy looking at a 2-3 zone. As they'll get the ball back out here. Uh, for Esperson. Esperson gets in the lane for Rody. Rody kicks left side. Baseline jumper going to be no good, but an offensive rebound. Bucket by Elo is up and good. So the putback made here by Elo, and we're deadlocked at two here in the early stages. Seth Echo will kick right side. Here's a three-pointer for Keyshaw. That's going to be no good, but an offensive board pulled down. Kick out, and the three-pointer good. Rebound by Dixon. Echo with the three-pointer. And give Dixon credit for an assist as well. After he got the rebound, he just snapped it out there nicely. So Ivy has it. They get it in the lane here for Elo. They'll kick out. Three-pointer good by Dominic Asperson. Good in-out action there as we find open three-point shooters. We're deadlocked at five on both ends of the court. So Eckel has it, and we'll give it here left wing for Klein. So good offensive set on both ends of the court for both these two teams, their last possession. Dixon will flip the ball back out here for Echo. And now setting up shop here is going to be Klein. They'll reset the offense, give right side for Echo. Echo facing man-to-man, works back around the perimeter. Klein's open for three, and he hits the three. They just passed it around until they found somebody open, and Brady Klein strokes in the three-pointer, his first points of the night. So Echo and Klein have both hit three-pointers here in the early stages for Pleasanton. Pass here on the left wing for Jared Ivey. Ivey gave it away, gets it back. He'll shoot a three, and he'll hit a three. That's his first three-pointer to go with one from Dominic Esperson. So each team's got a couple players that have hit three-pointers, and we're deadlocked at eight. Right wing is Keyshaw. Keyshaw looks to the inside, but he'll penetrate with the dribble. Gives off here for Echo. He throws it now left side for Klein. Back out to Echo. Echo can't shoot over the top of Elo, so they'll work the ball back around the perimeter. Brady Klein has it, gets it to the free throw line to Westland. 
And he'll give the ball back out here for Keyshaw. Back around the perimeter with it now is Brady Klein. Klein on the dribble. Dribbles with that left hand. And we're going to call a little hand check foul here on Josh Elo. That will be his first foul. Team's first foul as well. It's really about the first whistle we've had of the game. So Keyshaw on the baseline will inbound it. And it's going to go off the hands of uh, Kalen Rohde. And it will be inbounded by the Bulldogs again here. And tossing in is going to be Keyshaw. Keyshaw throws it. It's going to go off the hands and tracking it down is Dixon. Dixon keeps in the offensive end. He'll stop at the free throw line and flip the ball back out here for Brady Klein. Klein goes right side for Keyshaw. Entry pass for Westland too far. And Westland tried to save it, but that's going to end up being a turnover. Broncos on the run. And a little block here going to be called on Pleasanton as they kick the ball out for Rohde. Rohde on the drive on his way to the basket is going to be blocked. By Domino, by 22, yeah, it couldn't have been 23. So it was by Jackson Keyshaw. And on the inbounds, the three, uh, two-pointer is up and good. Quick little jumper here for Tanner Thompson. He's got his first two points of the ballgame. So on the bounce here is going to be uh, Tom. It will be Eckel. Eckel gives it off here on the left side for Klein. And the entry pass going to be kicked away. That was punted. Right into the cheerleaders. And that could have been a little bit, uh, could have been ugly. But it, uh, it's okay. We're just laughing with the cheerleaders with their pom-poms over there. On the inbounds, will open in underneath. They find Brady Klein. Klein with an easy layup after getting the bounce pass from Jackson, Jackson Keyshaw on the inbounds. So we're deadlocked to 10. Amherst with the ball back again here. They enter it in the lane. Backing in here is going to be Elo. Elo elevates and scores. Josh Elo with the bucket. And it's now 12 to 10. So quick little entry pass inside. We've got a whistle. And we'll be heading to the free throw line here as they got the ball in the hands of Westland. Westland went up strong, was fouled on the elbow as he went up. And so Tanner Thompson picks up his first foul of the game. Jaden Westland to the line to shoot two. If he hits both of them, we'll be deadlocked. And the first one is up off the iron and no good. Score remains 12 to 10. Amherst has the lead here in Pleasanton. Westland collects himself, spins the ball with that left hand, and he'll shoot again. That one hits the back of the heel. That's no good. So he misses both of them, and it's going to be rebounded by Esperson. So here come the Broncos in the offensive end. They get to Elo in the lane, and he'll kick the ball back out. Here's Rohde. Rohde will penetrate, ran into a defender, and it's going to be a block called on Pleasanton. And the Pleasanton fans groan here a little bit, and I get the groan because I thought Jaden Westland was more than set. And that's going to be his first foul. And the official gives the explanation to Coach Vetter here. Coach Fetter just walks away from the explanation. As it is, the ball will be inbounded here by the Broncos. And they'll lob it to the uh, free throw line. In for Derek John, who checked in during the stoppage. And they'll get the ball here for Jared Ivey. Kick out, and here's the three-pointer. And the shot's good for Kalen Rohde. Nice little in-out play there. 
And Rohde will stroke in the three. It's now a five-point Bronco lead. Pass in the lane. Making the catch is going to be Brady Klein, and Klein's going to be fouled right away on the side of the head. He was trying to go up, so they're going to call a shooting foul here. And that foul will be on Josh Elo. That will be his second. So Elo, who's played well, though, has picked up a couple of uh, quick fouls here. And the free throw by Brady Klein is up and good. First mate free throw for either team. Checking in here is going to be uh, Daniel Rischel for Amherst. And out is Elo. Second free throw by Klein is up and good as well. Klein now with seven in the game. So with the ball between the circles here is going to be Dominic Asperson. Asperson playing a little catch with Rischel. Rischel now has it on that left side. Back top of the circle for Asperson. Entry pass inside, a little ball fake, and a, a push there on Jared Ivey. That'll be an offensive foul. Ivy plotting on the defensive end as right now Amherst going man-to-man. The offensive end with the dribble here is Seth Eckel. Top of the circle with it here is Brady Klein. Give it here to uh, Dixon. Dixon dribbling. And did he keep his pivot? Yes, he did. There's going to be a blocking foul called on Amherst. Coaching staff for Amherst wanted a uh, travel called there, but I thought he kept his pivot foot. It'll be a foul on Dominic Esperson. That'll be his first. So... Both coaching staffs are unhappy with the officials, so the officials probably have done it right. Jackson Keyshaw to inbound, and he'll throw it top of the circle here for Brady Klein. Klein works off of a screen, and through the screen is going to be Rischel, and Rischel is going to be called for the foul. Six fouls have been whistled against Amherst so far here in the basketball game with a minute 45 to go in the first quarter. We're going to get to free throws here pretty quickly, I think. And they'll inbound the basketball to uh, Kessler-Dixon. Dixon throws for Klein. Klein's going to shoot over the top of Ivy. That three-pointer is going to be off the mark and no good. And a long rebound taken out by Esperson. Esperson's going to drive all the way in. Dominic Esperson with the rebound and the bucket. And Amherst lead back out the five. Eckel in the offensive end. Throws here on the left side with the bounce is going to be Brady Klein. Klein in traffic. Throws it right side off the hand of Dixon, and Dixon can't save it. That'll be another Pleasanton turnover. Dixon did his best to save that errant pass, but he couldn't get to it. And that will be yet another Pleasanton turnover. They've turned the ball over three times so far here in the first quarter. Rohde will dribble up about 12 feet away. That shot's going to be well short and rebounded by Brady Klein. So he'll hand the ball off here for Seth Eckel. Eckel throws right side for Dixon. Dixon enters it in the lane for Westland. Shot's going to be too strong, and the rebound is going to find its way to Rohde. So Rohde with the defensive board after the miss. And now with it on that left side is going to be Jared Ivey. He was open for the three momentarily, but then they closed in on him, so he'll give it off for Rohde. Right wing with the basketball is uh, going to be Derek John. From the elbow, Esperson has it, and they work back around the perimeter. 32 seconds to go here, and now they're going to be patient. As they're not coming out and putting any pressure on the ball, Amherst just has it on the hip at the center jump circle. And in this 2-3 zone, they're just going to milk the clock here a little bit. 
As they get the ball now left side for Daniel Rischel. And so back out to Rohde. Right side with it is Esperson. Nine seconds left. Bounce pass to Rohde. Back to Rohde as he gives it away. Four seconds left. Rohde penetration. Kicks out here for Ivy. Ivy for three. No good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Keyshaw at the buzzer. And that's going to do it. We'll head to the second quarter. And after eight minutes of action, Amherst is leading Pleasanton 17-10. to 10. We're back right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Our broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Pleasanton, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Amherst will have the basketball to start the quarter here as they have a 17-12 lead. And they'll flip the ball out here for Rody. Rody watches everybody cycle through. Pleasanton right now still going with that uh, zone. And they'll get a top of the circle here for Rohde. Rohde gives right wing for Dominic Esperson. Top of the circle for Elo. Elo had a couple of fouls, so he sat out much of the first quarter. To the elbow, they'll get it for Tanner Thompson. Thompson's going to elevate from 15. That's going to be no good. And a rebound by the Dogs. Stepping through, making the rebound there was Klein. A long pass up ahead in the offensive end. They'll get the ball back to Klein here as he's picked up man-to-man by Rohde. Driving here is going to be Dixon. Dixon gives top of the circle for Keyshaw. Back on the right wing here for Eckel. Eckel gives off here for Klein. Five-point lead for the visiting Amherst Broncos. Entry pass inside going to be knocked away by Tanner Thompson. They were trying to connect with Westland. Well, they know what Westland at 6-5, making contact at that area, so they swatted it away from him. Did a nice job. Ball inbounded here for Dixon. Dixon. In the lane, kicks out for Keyshaw. Keyshaw for three, hits the iron. That's no good. And Esperson will pull down the board. Here come the Broncos. They'll throw it here on the right wing for Thompson. Thompson's going to drive, take it off glass. No good, but that's a charge. That's a charge. Westland stepped in underneath, and that's going to be a charge. Amherst folks are shaking their head, but I think they absolutely got that one right. So that'll be the second foul of the game here on Tanner Thompson. Nice job there by Westland to step in and collect that charge. Brady Klein has the dribble, top of the circle now. Bounces right wing here for Dixon. Back out here for Eckel. Eckel will give it back to Dixon as he's got it on that right wing. Kessler Dixon gives it for Klein. Klein lost the ball, and uh, trying to come up with it is going to be Rohde, and Rohde just runs out of real estate. So the basketball will stay here with Pleasanton as it went out of bounds. 
So Brady Klein is going to inbound. And Klein will throw it. That's a dangerous pass. And it's going to be a foul. Trying to get the ball back. That's going to end up being a Pleasanton turnover anyway because the foul is going to be on the Bulldogs. Well, that all started with an errant pass, and then uh, Kessler-Dixon trying to get the ball back is going to commit the foul. So Rohde with the dribble, taking his time here near midcourt. He'll pass it to the elbow here for Esperson, and they give the ball back out to Rohde, who will shoot the three. That's no good, and the rebound is pulled down by Klein. So Klein with the board here. And he'll give the basketball to Seth Eckel. Eckel gives left wing here for Brady Klein. Klein's going to drive into the lane. Kick out here for Dixon. Dixon will come into the lane. He'll give it back out for Keyshaw. Keyshaw drives the baseline, elevates, and scores. Jackson Keyshaw, nice little elevation there. Has his first bucket of the ball game. But quickly they pass it up to Tanner Thompson. He'll try to kiss it off glass. That's no good. Everybody watching the rebound. Jared Ivey comes up with a rebound. Falling out of bounds. He's able to save it. And now the half-court set coming up here for the Broncos. Ivey has it right now. He'll snap it right wing here for Rohde. Off of a screen, they'll give it off for Tanner Thompson. His three-pointer is good. Tanner Thompson strokes in the three. But remember, Jared Ivey with a great hustle. To keep that ball alive. Seth Eckel in the offensive end gives to Klein, and Klein will hit it. He drains a three-pointer, turns the net inside out. It's now 2017 as we're warming up the offenses. Ivy kicks back out here for Asperson. They give left wing here for Brody. And on the dribble is Thompson. He picks up the dribble, so he'll just hand the ball off. And now driving through here is going to be Dominic Asperson. Asperson kisses it off the glass and in. Weaving his way through a whole pound full of dogs is Dominic Esperson, who makes the bucket. And we're going to have a walk here on Pleasanton just as they hit a three. The whistle comes before the shot, and it's going to cost Pleasanton three points here. As the three-pointer was good, but they're going to say that Keyshaw walked with it before he put up the shot. Derek John going to check in here for the Amherst Broncos. And into the game is going to be T.J. Bailey for Pleasanton. 4.45 to go here before halftime. We're in quarter number two, obviously, as they give it for Tanner Thompson. Thompson, left side for Esperson. Off of a screen with it is Rohde as they cycle through. Rohde stops at the free throw line. Kicks out for Daniel Rischel, also checked in during the stoppage. And they'll just get the ball over to Esperson here with a couple of extra passes. They get it for Derek John. John throws right side for Rohde. Man-to-man right now is Pleasanton, and they kick it over for Rischel. Back right side for Rohde. They enter it inside. Pass is deflected. Coming up with it and then throwing it away is going to be Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw was able to come up with the basketball, but then he was going to throw it back to his point guard and didn't really know where he was at and ended up throwing it out of bounds. So it stays with Amherst as we just swap turnovers here. And off of a screen right side, Rohde has it. And they'll get the ball in lane here for Esperson, and Esperson gets the bucket. Nice give and go there as they gave it to Rohde and then back to Esperson for the bucket. Lead is 7, 24-17 here. Then a nice little run for the uh, Broncos. Pass here on the left side. On the bounce here is going to be Brady Klein. Klein in the lane, elevates, takes off glass, changed his mind in midair what he wanted to do, and end up missing the shot. And it's going to be uh, rebounded here by Esperson. Esperson gets it back. He's going to fire a three. It's going to be off the iron and no good. Back out here on the rebound to Rischel. Rischel will shoot the three. That will be no good. 
And we've got a whistle away from the ball here as we've got somebody in uh, trying to get possession for the uh, position for the rebound, committing a foul. And that's going to be on Derek John. So that will cost Amherst the basketball in the possession here with 3.27 to go. And since it was on a rebound, it actually will be uh, free throws because that's seven free throws. And the front end of the one and one is good here for Brady Klein. So Klein with 11 points right now. He's got 11 of the 18 for Pleasanton. They trail it 24 to 18. Second free throw is up. Hits the front of the iron. It is no good. And rebound is taken down by John. So John with the board. And Amherst with the basketball. They give it to Ivy. Backing in now is going to be Tanner Thompson. Thompson with the ball back out to Rhodey, who's behind the arc. He'll give it to John. Back to Rhodey. Rhodey's going to kick it out to Ivy. Ivy, ball fake, penetrates, kicks it. Here's an open three for John. Off the heel, no good. Loose ball, fought for. They haven't come up with it yet. And finally coming up with it is going to be the Broncos. Great hustle there. Coming up with the ball is Thompson. Thompson getting a nice round of applause from the Amherst faithful. They give it to, to Thompson. And Thompson, as he's beginning his move, is fouled. And so this will not be shots. It will be a foul on Pleasanton's T.J. Bailey. That'll be his first. Teams for it. The inbound on the baseline. And now with the dribble is going to be Tanner Thompson. Skip pass here on the right wing for Derek John. Over for Rhodey. Rhodey with a little spin is able to kick the ball back out for John. And back around the perimeter we go off of a screen. Here's Rhodey. He'll fire a three. That's going to be no good. Another offensive board, this time by Ivy. And they'll keep the possession on this end. Ivy's got it now. And as he's spinning, he's going to be pushed from behind. And that is going to cost Pleasanton a foul here. And that is going to be on Seth Eckel. That'll be his first. And just the uh, fifth as a team. So got a couple more fouls to give here with two. 22 to go before they shoot free throws. They throw it in the corner, uh, and uh, penetrating here is going to be Esperson. Esperson then kicks out for Thompson. So now with it is Rhodey, and a timeout being taken here by Amherst. Not happy with how the offense is looking right now. Uh, they're going to call the timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney. 214 to go here in the second quarter. 24-18 Amherst here in Pleasanton. We're back after this. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Reminder for you that our internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We're here on ESPN Radio as they inbound the basketball to Amherst, and they get a good look at the basket. 
Now they'll get a trip to the free throw line. Off of a double screen, Tanner Thompson gets the bounce pass, and now he'll get to the free throw line as Jaden Westland has committed his second personal foul. And the first free throw is up and no good here for Tanner Thompson. First trip to the line for the Broncos as a team. They missed the first one. And the second one is a high arcing shot that hits the iron, deflects out of there, and rebounded by Kessler-Dixon. So Pleasanton with the ball back. On the bounce here is going to be Echol. Echol gives off for Klein. They throw it in the corner over there for Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw pass is going to be deflected. Dixon actually had it him in the face, but he's able to dribble with it. And he'll flip it out here for Brady Klein, who will shoot a three-pointer. That's going to be no good. Offensive rebound. That one will not fall for Dixon. And uh, the rebound is finally pulled out of there by the Broncos. So they're in no big hurry to bring it across the timeline. Walking it across is Rody. He'll give it to Ivy on that left side. They cut over to Thompson. Thompson dribbles down to the baseline and back stepped on the baseline. So that'll be a turnover. 24-18 is our score. And a six-point lead right now for the Broncos. They've led most of the game. With it is Jaden Westland, and he'll throw the ball down low, and we're going to have a walk as Kessler-Dixon was being surrounded and took an extra step trying to find a passing lane while it was in the lane there, and they'll turn the ball over. So an empty possession, and Amherst with a chance to add on to their six-point lead with a minute 16 to go. Top of the circle. With the basketball is going to be Ivy. Ivy helps work it around off of a double screen. They give it off for Esperson. He'll give right side here for Rody. Ivy has it, and he'll fake it and give it off to Rody. Top of the circle, there's Elo. Good ball movement here by Amherst. Little jump stop by Amherst, and they'll throw it right side here for Elo. Elo gives it off for Rody. Now on the baseline, penetration here by Thompson. Thompson pulls up for the J, and it's good. He got the ball out 12 feet away. End up shooting it from about uh, 8 feet away. And in transition, here's a 3 by Keyshaw. That's going to be off the mark. No good. And rebound pulled down by Elo. So 30 seconds left here. A chance for Amherst to push the lead maybe out to as much as 10 or even 11. They lead it by 8 with 22 seconds left. They've got the basketball over here for Thompson. Working it around the perimeter. Now with it is Rody. Back to Thompson. 16 seconds. He's got top of the circle. Over here for Ivy. Ivy will give right side for Esperson. Esperson throws right wing here for Rody. Top of the circle back to Thompson. Back to Ivy. Six seconds left. Back out for Rody. Rody's going to hit the three. That's going to be no good. And it's going to be saved at the buzzer. And that's going to do it. 26-18 our score. Great hustle by Amherst trying to save it there down the stretch. But they run out of time. They run out of room. But they head to the locker room with an eight-point lead. 26 18 is our score. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. With Air Scout Thermal Imagery, you will be able to quickly understand what is happening in your field. Developed by a farmer and made to work for farmers, Air Scout Thermal Imagery reads bare soil conditions and shows where plants are stressed. It indicates variation in your fields, helping you ground scout plant soil and water conditions with greater precision. Contact Nathan Mastin with Flying M at 308-991-8126 or check out Air Scout online at airscout.com. Proud supporter of all area athletes, Flying M wishes everyone good luck in the game. 
The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Pleasanton has the lead here in the in the boys basketball game. Excuse me, Amherst has the lead here in the boys basketball game, twenty six to eighteen. This is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Earlier tonight, the number two team in Class uh, D one picked up a fairly comfortable win here against Amherst, forty seven to twenty three. And kind enough to join us to talk about it is Pleasanton head coach Jordan Ehrensdorf and. Coach, kind of a slower start for you guys today, but you guys really kind of amped it up with your defense in that uh, late in that first quarter. Yeah, I, I thought we got off to a pretty good start in the first half. You know, the first two and a half quarters, I thought we played really well, and then we got a little stagnant. Um, we worked on, you know, offensively going against the 1-3-1. We knew Amherst was going to be a 1-3-1 half-court team, and I thought we looked, we handled it pretty well in the first half. And one thing you guys absolutely dominated from the word go was was rebounding, and yeah. a lot of offensive rebounds turned into a lot of good looks for you guys. Yeah, uh, rebounding has been huge the last couple of weeks. Um, we've played some physical big teams. You know, we played a big Hitchcock County team in the holiday tournament, and then Tuesday night we played a very athletic and big Central Valley team, and um, you know Amherst was no different, but I think we were ready for it, and we stress rebounding all the time, and the girls answered on the boards. And uh, you did a great job in terms of you know, your, your defense enforcing some shots that I think Amherst probably wasn't overly comfortable with because Amherst shot pretty poorly tonight, and I think a lot of that had to do with, uh, I don't think there was too many uncontested shots. They end up shooting only about 20% in the game, and most nights that's going to be pretty pretty successful for you. Yeah, um, you know, defensive Defense is huge for us. Uh, we feel like we have some athletic girls who have really bought into defense. And, you know, we try to mix it up a little bit, going back and forth between a zone and a man and kind of keeping the other team on their toes. And, you know, I don't think Amherst really ever got too comfortable tonight on the offensive end. And one other thing that uh, really benefits you guys and why I think you're so highly respected around the area is that you get such balanced scoring. I mean, tonight's a great example of it. Katie Nichols gives you nine. Megan Fisher gives you nine. Casey Pierce gives you eight. Isabel Pates gives you seven. Natalie Siegel gives you five. I mean, it just they're just all right in that same area. Yeah, uh, you know, that's awesome. We got, you know, I, I we have eight girls that 
I, you know, I truly believe we could start anywhere in the conference. And, um, you know, that being said, we have girls that can step up on any given night. And if you look at our statistics, you know, we have about, you know, six to eight girls that average anywhere from five to, to 11 points. And that's what we want. You know, I think when you have, you know, six to eight girls that average, you know, anywhere from six or five to 11 points, we're pretty hard to scout and we're pretty hard to defend. And, and uh, we do a good job of sharing the ball and and um, being aggressive on offense. Yeah, and again, uh, you, you talk about that balance with scoring. You also have pretty good balance when it comes to rebounding. You got just about all your starters are, are, are pretty solid rebounders. You know, you can kind of say the same thing here. You get at least two and a half rebounds from all your starters, all the way up to about five or six. Yeah, you know, we are. Uh, you know, Megan does a good job reading the ball, rebounding the ball, and then Katie Linder comes off the bench does a does a really good job rebounding the ball, and then our guards, you know. Um, we have some, we, our small, the smaller guards that we do have are really good on the rebounds, you know, like Natalie Siegel or, um, you know, Katie Nichols, they're pretty scrappy in there and, and they, um, they get after it and they, you know, just so quick that, uh, if you play one of those teams that shoots the three tend to be longer rebounds, you're, you're quick enough at the guard position. You're going to get a lot of rebounds. Yeah, exactly. So that's the keys, you know, we want to get the rebound. We want to outlet it and we want to try to get it in transition as much, as much as possible. Yeah. Now, uh, you, you said that you kind of mentioned before we got on the air that uh, things are going to get a little tougher for you from here on out because you got some pretty good competition coming up uh, here in, in a little bit. You got Ansley Litchfield down the road. You got Elm Creek coming up not too long, uh, not too far in the future. Uh, what are some things you still want to work on before you run into some of those guys? Uh, you know, we got to continue to get better um, defensively, um, and we got to continue to get better at attacking the glass on offense and kicking and and uh, you know mixing it up a little bit yeah you know the schedule does get does get pretty tough this next you know really from here on out the rest of the season is going to be going to be a grind you know we we go to SEM tomorrow night and then we're back at home against a you know the Angel Litchfield team that's 11 and 3 with state tournament experience last year and then we got Kennebunk Elm Creek next um, Friday Saturday so it's going to be a tough week and then before you know it, you got a conference tournament right around the corner yeah and uh, again you want to be well positioned there and then obviously you know after that, it ends up pretty quickly. So there isn't a whole lot of basketball season left, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're kind of in that stretch where we got a lot of games and we want to do a really good job of keeping the girls um, fresh. And so uh, I think tonight we look pretty – our legs look pretty good. And, you know, that's got to be key going forward. All right, Jordan, I appreciate the time. Best of luck to you yep. down in the future. We appreciate you covering us. Thank All you. All right, thank you. Jordan Aaronsdorf, the head basketball coach here for the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs to pick up a comfortable win tonight against Amherst. Amherst is leading the boys' game 26-18 to here at halftime, and we'll continue with our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report right after this. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. See us at the Home Builder Show this weekend at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say 
That's where we always go. TNF Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and wishes the area athletes good luck in the competition. Rick and his crew offers all grades of aggregate, including masonry, sand, gravel, rock, crushed concrete, fill material, white rock, boulders, flagstone, and stream rock. Get your rock on at TNF Sand and Gravel in Elm Creek or call Rick at 308-234-1285. TNF Sand and Gravel, the company that rocks. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Checking the numbers here for Amherst. Leading the way is Dominic Asperson. He's got nine points, four rebounds. Tanner Thompson, seven points, three boards. Josh Elo, four points and a couple of rebounds. Kalen Rohde, three points, two rebounds. Jared Ivey has three points and two rebounds. Meanwhile, for Pleasanton, who trails on their home floor 26-18, to 18, they're being led by Brady Klein with 11. He also has four rebounds. Seth Echo has three. Jackson Keyshaw has uh, two points and a rebound, and Jaden Westland has two points here in the ballgame. Four rebounds for Kessler Dixon. It will be Pleasanton basketball as we start quarter number three, the second half of our basketball game. And again, for Pleasanton, they need to take good care of the basketball and uh, try to get things uh, moving in the right direction here. Rebounding, Amherst has dominated rebounding. They have the edge by by five here in the ballgame. So they need to improve on that. That would be the seeds of success here for Pleasanton. They've got the basketball. Eckel will kick it out here left side. Give it to Klein. Klein will shoot a three. No good. Westland can't come up with a rebound, but Seth Eckel can. And he'll dribble out with it. So they'll keep the possession alive here. Jackson Keyshaw has it on this left side. Both teams have been pretty uh, patient offensively. Jackson Keyshaw gives top the circle for Klein. Back left side for Echo. Echo over for Dixon. Dixon will give off on the right wing here for Brady Klein as everybody cycles through. And uh, he uses up his dribble, so he'll have to reverse it, go right side here for Dixon as he was hoping to go the other way, giving it ahead for Echo. Echo offer for Brady Klein. Pass. For Keyshaw, just as he was starting to make the cut. Great work there by Keyshaw just to keep the possession alive. Going back for the basketball. He's got it back now, and he'll throw it in underneath for Westland. And Westland, good ball fake. Will kiss it off the glass and in. Good start to the second half here for Pleasanton. They get the bucket to cut it down to 26-20. to In a possession that took a minute and 15 seconds. With it here is Tanner Thompson. Thompson will give right side for Elo. Elo back out here for Tanner Thompson. On the left side here for Elo. Elo for Rody. Rody has it. Looking at this zone here for Pleasanton. Uh, it's more of a sagging man-to-man. It's a sagging man-to-man is what it is. Dominic Esperson will give it back around. He gives it back. Esperson gets it, takes it in the lane. little penetration. Kick out here for Tanner Thompson. He'll shoot a three. That's going to be no good. And rebound is taken out. Dribbling out with it here is going to be Klein. Klein in the offensive end. We'll get it out here for Keyshaw. He'll throw it on the baseline here for Dixon. Dixon drives through, and they're going to say he double dribble with it. That'll be a turnover. Our seeds of success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Well, that's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com and their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. It'll be Jared Ivey in the offensive end, giving it for Tanner Thompson. Over for Esperson. 
And again, second possession of the second half. Entered inside here for Ivy. Ivy gave it away, gets it back. He's outside the lane, still dribbling. Hands off here for Rody. Rody being picked up by uh, Keyshaw. Nice bounce pass in underneath for Tanner Thompson, and Thompson will get the bucket. Great bounce pass to set up Thompson, and that will push the lead out to 28-20. to 20. So Klein, a little penetration, kicks out for Echol. Echol gives top of the circle here for Klein. Lob pass for Westland. He makes the catch, and he'll lay it on that iron. It bounces around a couple of times. It goes in. Good lob pass in for Jaden Westland. By the time the help defense got there, it was too late. And Westland now has six in the ballgame. Kick right wing here for Tanner Thompson. He gives off for Elo. Over here on the left side for Esperson. Oh, ball fake, stuttering through here is Rody. Rody will put up with that left hand. He'll flip it up and in. Good, strong drive through traffic by Kalen Rody, who comes up with a bucket in transition. A 15-footer here for Keyshaw. It's going to be no good. Dixon will uh, pull down the rebound, and then the outlet pass is going to be intercepted. Dribbling out with it is going to be Rody. Rody behind the back. Ball fake, bounce pass out. Open for three is Ivy, but he's going to penetrate. Runs into the defender and diving for the basketball. Keyshaw, good hands for Keyshaw. And it's going to be Ivy that comes up with the ball. And a quick timeout being taken here by Amherst to keep the possession. They lead at 30-22. to 22. Amherst with a timeout. 4.21 to go here in Pleasanton. And we're back right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. A little slower start here because they're mopping up some water that uh, spilled on the court. They don't want anybody to slip on that, obviously, and get injured. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Amherst with the basketball as they give it to Ivy between the circles. And uh, now top of the key between the circles with the ball is Rody? Rody now on the left wing throws it in the lane for Elo. Penetration back out. No look pass over for Ivy. As again, just real quick passing here for Amherst. And there's a three second violation. One of the Broncos didn't get out of the lane. So that'll be a turnover here on Amherst. So Echo will bring up here for the. Uh, Bulldogs, who need a bucket. They're down by eight. They'll give it top of the circle for Brady Klein. Bounce pass over for Keyshaw. In the lane is Dixon. Dixon's going to kick it out for Echol. Echol with the three-pointer that's going to be off the mark. No good. And rebounded by Thompson. And Thompson will throw it on the right wing. And Amherst going to be in no hurry bringing the ball up court. They'll set up the half-court offense, giving it to Esperson. He'll kick it right side for Ivy. Ivy, a little ball fake once the pressure comes, and he'll give it off here for Rody. Rody backs up, keeps that dribble going. Now he's using it up and giving it to Esperson. Esperson can start the dribble anytime it wants to, but Pleasanton right now is staying in a 2-3 zone, and now they're going to extend that zone and come out and play him near midcourt. They give it out to Ivy on that right side. They're trapping him. He'll bounce it out to Rody. Rody will give it left side here for Esperson. Three minutes to go here 
in the third quarter. 30-22 is our score with it is Asperson. Gives it away, gets it back as they're getting Pleasanton. They extend this zone out. Penetration here by Rohde at the elbow, but he slid to a stop, and that'll be an Amherst turnover. And again, if Pleasanton doesn't score, Amherst still gets to do this. Still gets to play in that and, and have them extend things out. With an eight-point lead, you can afford to do that. If you get a tie ball game, you're not as inclined to do it. Brady Klein has it on that left side. So Pleasanton, who we talked about at halftime of the girls' game, has scored points more game, you know, up in the 50s and 60s, more games than not. They're not going to get here, there tonight. And they got it top of the circle here for Echol. Echol gives left side for Keyshaw. Great entry pass inside for Westland, and we got a block in there as Westland goes up strong, and Ivy comes up a little gingerly there. Like maybe he might have uh, either hit that knee or twisted an ankle. He comes up hopping, but I think he's going to stay out there. That is our injury report. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to Game of Life, two locations at Kearney. He's staying in the game. He is walking out of the uh, lane area there, but he's going to stay in the game. And whatever injury he had, I think it was just a momentary thing. Westland at the free throw line. His free throw is no good. Now they're going to bring him out, and he's... Bending that knee, so whatever happened, he hit his knee. And he's trying to shake it off. Westland, six points in the ball game, but 0 for 3 from the free throw line. He bends the knees, the free throw hits and the back of the arm, but rattles in. 30-23 is our score. Westland now with 7 in the game. Klein leading the way with 18 for the Bulldogs. So on the bounce here is going to be Rody. Rohde's going to hand the ball off for Rischel. Rischel gives left side here for Thompson from the elbow. He'll get the ball back out for Elo. Right wing for Esperson. Esperson will give it to uh, Thompson. Thompson looks to the inside. They give it to Rohde. Rohde's going to penetrate, and there's going to be a hack here. But he wasn't shooting, so that'll only be the first team foul on Pleasanton. That'll be kind of a slap across the arm. And that will be on Jackson Keyshaw. That'll be his second. Team's first of the second half. Ball inbounded, top of the key. There's Elo. He'll fire the three and hit the three. Josh Elo just off that inbounds with the catch and shoot. And now Echo will bring it up quickly. 33-23, 10-point lead. First double-digit lead here for Amherst in the basketball game. They'll throw it on the left wing here, trying to get it to Klein. Klein will drive the lane. Shot's going to be no good. Rebound being tipped around. And coming up with it is going to be Rohde. So Rohde snags the bound, throws it up ahead here for Thompson. Thompson will give back out here for Esperson. And now slowing it down is going to be Daniel Rischel. They want it. Apparently, Amherst wants to slow down the pace of this basketball game. They give the ball off here for Rohde. Rohde throws right wing here for Thompson. Back left side for Rischel. Rischel trying to set a screen but can't as Esperson dribbles, brings it around the perimeter, giving it here for Rohde. Back out for Esperson on that left wing. And he'll throw the ball off here for Josh Elo. Less than a minute to go here, third quarter. 33-23, Amherst on the road, leading Pleasanton. They have it over here in the hands of Rohde. Rohde will give a top of the circle here for Josh Elo. Left wing for Tanner Thompson. We've had several possessions last more than a minute in this game. Here left wing with it is Jasperson. He'll skip the ball over here for Elo. Pleasanton still playing pretty good defense, but Amherst just trying to wear them down defensively. They give it off for, for Rohde. And again, you have a 10-point lead heading into the fourth quarter. you got to like your odds. 
So they want maybe want to milk the clock a little bit more. There's now 20 seconds to go. With the ball here is going to be Rohde, and he's going to hand the ball off here for Dominic Esperson. Esperson now being harassed here by Brady Klein, gives it off for Rohde. 11 seconds, Rohde in the lane, elevates, and his shot's going to be no good. And on the ground coming up with it is Westland. Westland will get it up ahead here for Echo. One second left. They kick it back out. Here's a three at the iron. No good as Brady Klein couldn't quite come up with the three at the buzzer. And so, great hustle, but as it stands, they can't cash in. And we'll head to the fourth quarter. 33-23 is our score. Amherst with a lead by 10 here in Pleasanton. And we're back with that fourth quarter right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. The internet streaming of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Amherst with a 10-point lead and the basketball to start the fourth quarter. It's 33-23 here in Pleasanton. And driving through the lane here is going to be Rody. Rody will throw the ball back out here for Elo. Elo gives it to Ivy. And again, they're going to be patient, working it around the perimeter. We scored more points in the first quarter than we did in the second and third quarters combined. Both teams, more points in the first quarter than they got in the next two to put together. Driving that right side here is going to be Dominic John, and John will get the bucket and foul. Great drive here by Dominic John, starting the fourth quarter with an impressive drive to push the lead out to 15, and the and one as Jackson Keyshaw is called for the foul. 35-23 our score with 7.26 to go fourth quarter. Amherst 4-8, Pleasanton 9-4 on the season. Both coaches have told us that uh, the balance in the FKC is palpable. Derek John is able to stroke in the free throw to push the lead out to 36-23. to 13-point lead with 7.18 to go. And Pleasanton's going to have to get hot here and hot in a hurry. Trepper Huggins into the ball game. Had the ball momentarily. Now driving from the top of the circle is going to be Keyshaw. Can't get at the goal. Keyshaw trying to come up with a rebound, and he fought maybe just a little bit too hard for it. He's going to commit the foul. He did not have any kind of position at all. He was hoping to get the tie-up, but he reached around the back to do it. That's going to be the third team foul, fourth personal foul on Keyshaw. Seven minutes to go here in the ballgame. On the bounce here is going to be Rody. Rody all the way in. Going to be fouled by, I think, Keyshaw. Keyshaw got a block. It's on the floor. They're going to say the foul came on the floor. 
And it's going to be on 22. That's going to be on Jackson Keyshaw. That's going to be his fifth foul. They're going to say it was on the floor. So Keyshaw's got to come out of the ballgame. T.J. Bailey going to check in for him. So Keyshaw falls out with five fouls and only two points. Ball inbounded here for Dominic Esperson. Esperson gives off for Rody. Rody's going to drive. The ball's out of bounds, but it went off the feet of one of the Bulldogs. Off the inbounds. Quick little jumper. Up no good for Tanner Thompson. Thompson trying to get the rebound. Can't. He ends up on the ground, and he's going to be called for a foul. Bailey, who just checked into the ball game, is uh, the one that pulled down the rebound. And Thompson is going to pick up his third foul of the game. On the bounce, dribbling here is going to be Brady Klein. Klein throws in the corner. Here's a three-pointer by Eckel, and it's good. Seth Eckel strokes in the three-pointer to make it a 10-point ball game. 36-26. Eckel now with six points in the ball game, all of them coming from behind the arc, but that's his first points since the early stages of the first quarter. Dribbling through a little traffic here is Dominic Esperson. He's going to kick the ball here right side for Derek John. John in trouble, gives it to Rody. Rody's going to drive. Rody's going to flip it. No good. Rebound. There's going to be a foul on the rebound. That'll be on Amherst. And that will be on 24. So that means Derek John's picked up his second foul of the game. Third of the second half here for Amherst and Pleasanton. Trailed by as many as 13, now down by 10 with 6.06 to go. We'll bring the ball in the offensive end. And they'll pull up for the three. Klein off the iron, no good. Hustling for the rebound is Echo. Echo pulls down that offensive rebound. A kick into the corner, another three-pointer. That's going to be no good. Another offensive rebound. They get it inside to Klein, and Klein gets the bucket and the foul. Bailey got the offensive rebound, gave it to Klein, who came through the lane. He's hit on the elbow as he has the and-one opportunity, thanks to the foul called here on Kalen Rohde. So Klein with the bucket, now with the and-one, and it is good. First, well... And we got a timeout being taken here by Amherst. Amherst is going to call the timeout. They've got two left now. They call the timeout with 5.49 to go here in the fourth quarter. They still lead it 36 29. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. We're back after this. Gary Michaels Clothiers has the perfect look for you. Select any two items at regular price and receive the third free. Some exclusions apply. Entire stock. Suits, sports coats, dress shirts, ties, shoes, belts. From sweaters and quarter zips, buy two, get one free. From Tommy Bahama, Southern Tide, St. Croix, Enroe, Cutter, and Buck. Ladies, all fashions, buy two, get one free. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings in Kearney. Buy two, get one free event happening now. And welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing is on the road bringing you vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And after trailing by 13, Pleasanton has been able to whittle that lead down to 7. It is 36-27, and a quick little 6-0 
mini run here. And uh, Coach Rippon has seen enough here for Amherst. So Eric Rippon calls the timeout. And the inbound pass is going to be turned over. Amherst turns it over. Pleasanton has numbers in transition. A little runner by Klein. It's up and good. 35-31. Five and a half to go here. Amherst with the lead. But momentum with the hometown Bulldogs. With the ball here is Tanner Thompson. Thompson off the screen. And we're going to have a uh, push called here on Pleasanton. Fighting through a screen is Brady Klein. And they're going to call him, no, T.J. Bailey, rather. They're going to call him for the uh, push. And that'll be his third foul. So now on the baseline, Amherst will inbound it. Bounce pass inside. And the shot's going to be knocked out of there. Esperson had it. But now with the basketball, it's going to be Tanner Thompson. Thompson gives it between the circles now for Esperson. Back to Thompson. Thompson dribbling as Amherst is facing some very tenacious man-to-man defense. Right side, Josh Elo. He's used up his dribble. Gives it between the circles for Jared Ivey. And Ivey took an extra step. He had trouble handling it, and he'll turn it over. Pleasanton defense cashing in here. At one point, it was 36-23, eight straight points here for Pleasanton, and they've got the basketball. They trail it 36-31. Lob pass down low, and they can't come up with it. They were trying very quickly to lob it inside here for Tice Westland, and Pleasanton's going to turn the ball over. But they'll try to amp up the defense. Bounce pass for Rohde. He's working against the uh, pressure here of Westland. Brings it in the offensive end. Rohde lost the basketball. That'll be an Amherst turnover. The intensity of this basketball game is picking up. The last 445 of this one are going to be fun. Eckel in the offensive end. Entry pass in the elbow here for T.J. Bailey. Bailey elevates. It rolls around. It's no good. Offensive rebound, and we got a foul. Tice Westland somehow is able to wrestle the ball down, and then he's fouled. And the foul will be on Tanner Thompson. That's going to be his fourth. Ball inbounded. It's tipped away. Coming up with a steal is Tanner Thompson, and Thompson has it knocked away from behind by Westland. Tice Westland knocked it away. It's still going to be Amherst basketball here, but instead of a layup, they're going to inbound on the baseline. Derek John inbound here for Amherst. 4.33 to go here. Fourth quarter, 36-31. 8-0 run right now for Pleasanton, but they still trail, and they steal the basketball. Coming up with it is Echo. Echo, a two-on-two, extra pass, kiss off glass, good! Tice Westland with the bucket after the Amherst turnover. And it, it is a 10-0 run right now for Pleasanton. Amherst with the ball. Kalen Rohde dribbling. Uses up his dribble. Gives it between the circles here for Asperson. Asperson drives on the baseline. Dribbles out with it again. Gives it out here for Rohde. Rohde going to skip it right wing here for Derek John. Handoff here for Rohde. Amherst needs a bucket. They need to get a little bit of that momentum back. Asperson gives it off here for Elo. Elo right side for Rohde. Rohde for Ivy. Ivy uses up his dribble after one bounce. Gives it off here for Derek John. 
And they'll give the ball back out here for Asperson. 335. Driving here. We're going to have a little body foul called on Pleasanton. That'll be on Tice Westland. Westland hasn't come in until the fourth quarter, and he has ignited things. Bramhurst checking into the game is going to be John Christensen. So on the bounce here, right side is Kalen Rohde. And they give it to Christensen. Off here for Jared Ivy. Ivy is going to drive. Jump stop. Kicks out. Back out here for Rohde. They give off left wing here for Elo. Elo, a little penetration. Back out here for Rohde. Rohde, nice entry pass inside. Shot's going to be no good, though. And the rebound into the hands of Esperson. Esperson drives. The bucket won't fall, but he'll get to the line. So loose ball, and Esperson will go to the line and shoot two. That's got to be a shooting foul. Yeah. So Esperson will go to the line after the block is called here on Westland. So Esperson will have two free throws. Amherst as a team only one for three from the line as a team here tonight. They have been stuck on 36 for quite some time, and now they're on 37. Esperson now with 10 points in the game. He is the first Bronco in double figures. 37-33, to go here, fourth quarter. Amherst has had the lead since the early stages of this one. Their lead now is four. And Esperson will try to make it five, and he does. He hits both free throws. 38-33. Ball in the hands here of Tripper Huggins. Huggins brings up in the offensive end, giving in help for Brady Klein. Klein drives the lane, and there's going to be a body foul called here on Amherst. That'll be on Derek John. And that will just be six fouls. So both teams now at this point are in the bonus. A foul by either one of these two teams will set up a one-and-one. Ball inbounded here for Seth Eckel. Eckel for Brady Klein. Pleasanton down by five with the ball and the uh, ball in the offensive end. They give it off here for Tripper Huggins. Hand off for Brady Klein. Left side for Huggins. And Huggins will direct traffic here a little bit. And they get the ball back out. On this right side as Huggins has it again. Ivy picks him up defensively. They'll put on the baseline for Bailey. Bailey will penetrate, kick out. Here's a three-pointer by Klein. Off the iron, no good. A high for the rebound is Westland. So Westland will pull down the rebound, and now we got a whistle. And that will be a, uh, a kick as they're trying to bounce it to the inside here. So the ball is going to be inbounded by Huggins. Four underneath their own hoop. And they set up the inbound and kissing it off the glass is going to be T.J. Bailey. Bailey caught and shot while he was in midair off of that inbounds play, and it's a three-point game. Kalen Rohde gives left side here for Esperson. Back out for Rohde. Rohde and Esperson playing catch. Esperson will give it to Rohde, who's in the center jump circle. Gives it right side for Elo. Two minutes to go. Left wing with it here is going to be Esperson. Esperson entry pass intercepted. Coming up with it is Huggins. So Amherst will turn the ball over. Kick out for Huggins, who will shoot the three off the iron and no good. And the long rebound is pulled down by Derek John for Amherst. So Amherst will weather the storm on this possession anyway, as Huggins had a shot to tie it at 38. 
It's a three-point game as Ivy has it right now, and he'll give the ball right wing here for Elo. Elo back out for Rody. Rody, and we've got a push here. Running through a screen here is going to be Pleasanton, and I think Ivy's the one that's going to go to the free throw line. The push is going to be on Tice Westland. And Jared Ivey will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one with a minute 28 to go. 38-35. Amherst with the lead and a chance to add to it at the free throw line. Jared Ivey, four point, excuse me, three points in the game. We'll try to make it four here. Bends the knees, fires the free throw, and hits nothing but the bottom of the well. That'll earn him a bonus, and we'll make it a two-possession game. 39-35. Amherst has the advantage. They also have a possession arrow pointing their way. Both teams are in the bonus. Both teams with plenty of timeouts left. Free throw off the back of the iron, no good. Rebound being 5-4, tipped around, and I think going over the back is going to be the Broncos. Yes, it is. That's going to be on Rody. Rody going to be called for the foul going over the back. Going to be called for the push. And we'll walk to the other end of the court and shoot free throws. It'll be Tice Westland who will have the honors here with the front end of a one and one for the Bulldogs. And the 6'3 sophomore who hadn't seen much action until the fourth quarter has been in the middle of a lot of stuff. He's got two points in the game and his free throw is up high off the iron. Bounces around and good. Hit the back of that heel, hit the front of the rim, bounced around and, and used the whole rim. It falls, and it is 36-39. Westland's second free throw is on the way. It hits the back of the iron. It's no good. He knew it immediately, and it's rebounded by Tanner Thompson. Thompson pulls it down here for Amherst. In the offensive end is going to be Esperson. And they'll give the ball off here on the left side with a lane to run through his Asperson and put up a shot. He gets a bucket in foul. Dominic Asperson, they spread the floor, found a seam, drove in hard, got hit on the body, and was able to shot. The foul is on Kessler Dixon. That's going to be his second. And an and one here for Esperson, who now has 13, and a timeout being taken by Pleasanton. 50, excuse me, 41, 36. Minute 15 to go. Amherst has the lead here in Pleasanton. They'll also have free throw after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. And again, as always, our timeouts are brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994, we're located where you need us, specializing in you. This has been a hard-fought basketball game. Both these two teams battling hard. And we have not seen Jaden Westland for quite some time here in the game. 
as he only has a couple of fouls, and I'm worried about an injury with him, but I haven't seen anything. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Right now, all eyes are at Dominic Esperson, who's got 13 points in the ballgame, and he's got the uh, and-one opportunity here. As Dixon was called for the foul on the shot. As he just bound a little seam, just found some space, drove in hard, and he hits the uh, free throw. It's now a six-point advantage, 42-36 for Amherst. Pleasanton needs a bucket here. Don't have to hit the panic button just yet. They get the ball here left side for Kessler Dixon. Dixon gives it off to the left side. And we haven't, as I said, I haven't seen Jaden Westland in quite some time. Dribbling here is Kessler Dixon. Little penetration kick out for Klein. Klein stops at the elbow. Gives right side for Seth Echo. He'll shoot a three. Too strong. Offensive rebound. Bucket is good for TJ Bailey. Bailey has come in and has played pretty well. 43 seconds left, and we've got a hold here. Is it away from the ball? Well, the foul is on Tice Westland. And that will now be 10 team fouls. Check that. Instead of 20, it's going to be on Kessler. No, it was on was on Westland. That is his fourth. 10 team fouls. So two free throws coming up here. And the first one is good for Kalen Rohde. So he makes the first of two to make it now 43-38. 42.6 to go. Second free throw is on the way, off the back of the iron. That's no good. Rebound ripped out of there by Bailey. Bailey helps bring it in the offensive end. Dixon on the drive, stepped on the baseline. Oh, he traveled with it first. Either way, it's a Pleasanton turnover. He was dribbling around that defense uh, near that baseline. And it'll be an Amherst uh, Amherst basketball, and they throw it way up ahead. Long pass for Esperson. Instead of putting up a quick shot, Esperson is going to... Uh, bounce it out here for Jared Ivey, and Amherst is going to call a timeout. Amherst calls the timeout with 33.8 to go here. They lead it 43-38. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney, and we'll be back right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Well, Pleasanton has four timeouts left. Amherst has uh, a couple, according to my records anyway. Haven't seen an indication from the officials here. Both teams in the bonus. In fact, Amherst is in the double bonus. They lead it 43-38. They throw it in the backcourt here for Dominic Esperson. Esperson dribbles, and Esperson's going to be fouled by Brady Klein. That's just going to be the first foul on Klein. So two free throws coming up here for Dominic Esperson. Esperson with 14 points in the ballgame. And he is a perfect three-for-three three from the free-throw line. And that is who uh, they wanted these free-throw shots to be taken by because they inbounded it for Esperson. They set him up for it. And I can see why. He hits the free-throw. He's got 15 in the game. 44-38. Skosh under 30 seconds to go in the game, and the second free-throw is good. 
Esperson with 16. Amherst with 45. Pleasanton with 38. Pleasanton with the basketball, and they lose it. And coming up with the basketball on that far side is going to be Rohde, and Rohde gets fouled. And a Pleasanton turnover may very well steal their doom. It was going to be a tough go of it anyway, down by seven with only 23 seconds left. But they turn the ball over, and Rohde will go to the line and shoot a couple. The foul is uh, going to be on Westlin, and Westlin has picked up his fifth and final. He's out, and Jaden Westland's going to come in. I was wondering, I was speculating about injury on him, but he's back in the action here. The free throw is up, and it is no good. So Rohde misses the first of two free throws. He's got six in the game. Lead is seven for Amherst with 23.2. Second free throw, good. 46-38. On the bounce here is Eckel. Eckel will drive. Dish out here for Dixon. Dixon kicks it out. It's going to be knocked away and stolen. Stolen by Esperson. Esperson going in for the layup is going to be fouled. Esperson cashes in on another Pleasanton turnover with 13.7 to go. And this one's all over but the shouting. And there's plenty of shouting for the folks on the near sideline over here. So Esperson will shoot two free throws after the second foul of the game here on Brady Klein. The free throw is no good. So Esperson with 16 in the game. Now make it 17 because he hits the second one. And it's 47-38. Echo has it at midcourt. Kicks it in lane. Gets it back. Time wasted here. Eight seconds left. Here's a three-pointer by Klein. Klein shot is going to be no good. And we got a foul on the rebound. That'll be whistled against Amherst. Four point three to go. Ball was rebounded by Dixon. Fouling out of the ball game here is Tanner Thompson. And Thompson's going to get a nice round of applause from the Amherst faithful. And with 4.3 to go, they're going to, Coach Vetter is going to sub out all of his Bulldogs with the exception of one for the shooter here. And Amherst, too, will make wholesale substitutions with 4.3. So the only regular out there for either team, really, is Kessler Dixlin. He's got a little work to do here as he's at the free throw line. 47-39, 47-38, and the free throw is up and good. So he hits the front end of the one-and-one, one, earns the bonus. And the second free throw is off the back of the heel, no good. And it is going to be rebounded by the Broncos, and that's going to do it. Riley Edelon pulls down the board here for... Amherst, and that will end the basketball game. Your final score, Amherst wins in Pleasanton, 47-39. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. We'll have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. 
And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Welcome back here to Pleasanton. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Pleasanton. Leading the way is Brady Klein with 16 points and five rebounds. Jaden Westland has seven points in the game. Seth Echo with six points, two rebounds. T.J. Bailey. With four points, three rebounds. Tice Westland had three points and a couple of rebounds. Jackson Keyshaw with two points and two rebounds. Kessler Dixon had one point but did have six rebounds. Uh, officially shooting here for Pleasanton, they were 14 of 35, shooting 40%. They were four of 19 from three-point range, 21% there, and seven of 13 from the free throw line, 53.8%. They had 20 rebounds and turned the ball over 14 times. Here in the ball game. Meanwhile, for Amherst, uh, leading the way uh, for the uh, Broncos scoring-wise is Dominic Esperson. Esperson with 17 points and four rebounds. Tanner Thompson with nine points and five rebounds. Kalen Rohde had seven points, three rebounds. Josh Elo with seven points, a couple of rebounds. Jared Ivey had four points, a couple of rebounds. And Derek John with three points, two rebounds. 16 of 32 shooting. They shot 50% on the night. 5 of 13 from three-point range, 38.5% there. And 10 of 16 from the free-throw line, 62.5%. Had 18 rebounds in the game. Turned the ball over 
only 12 times. So again, they shot better, and uh, Amherst also in the basketball game was right there in terms of rebounding and also forced a couple more Pleasanton turnovers. But better shooting tonight, one of the bigger differences, as Amherst wins at 47-39. to We'll step away for a moment, take a quick break. We'll be back and talk with the coaches, beginning with Eric Rippon for uh, Amherst when we come back right after this. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Welcome back to the newest Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Kind enough to join us after a tough night tonight is uh, Pleasanton head coach Jeff Vetter as his team falls to Amherst 47-39. to And, Coach, we talked to halftime of the girls' game that you guys kind of want to play an up-tempo game. You didn't get an up-tempo game tonight. No, they, uh, you know, they're very athletic, uh, and we knew that. I, I knew our kids were going to struggle. Amherst is kind of rounded into form about now, and uh, they just flat-out worked us. You know, we can't play a quarter out of four, and expect to win a ball game. They just flat out worked us and out hustled us. And, and they were very patient offensively. Yeah. They had a lot of possessions. They took a minute, minute and a half. Well, they had the lead. They could be be a little more patient. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they managed to work, and, you know, they run a, a nice little offense with a lot of cuts. And our kids uh, initially were letting them go wherever they wanted to go. And we talked about that at halftime. You can't just let them cut where they want to go. you got to, you know, jump the ball and take that away from them. But, you know, give the credit to Amherst. They out. They wanted it worse than we did, I think, tonight, and they got it. Well, there was a stretch there. You could see a lot of one-two with your kids because you had a 10-0 run to cut a, uh, a lead down to four. Yeah, we, you know, I, I told the kids in the locker room, I was really proud of that group that came in there and, you know, got it back to a respectable score. And, you know, one or two possessions, we might get the lead. And if we do, maybe things change. You don't know. But, uh, again, you can't play a quarter, uh, one and a quarter of, of a four-quarter game and expect to win. And I noticed that you brought in some kids that hadn't seen a lot of action, but you got a lot of energy out of T.J. Bailey and I think Trevor Huggins, who, by the way, I misspoke. You, you cut the lead down to three. Huggins had a chance to tie the ball game. Right. Yep. Yep. The kids that came in did a, did a nice job. I, you know, I have confidence in those kids when I put them in the game. I know they can come in and compete. Uh, we need a little spark. We need something a little different. And so we went that way, and it almost paid off. But uh, you know, again, give Amherst the credit; they were able to to hold us off and get the victory. But this can be one of those games that you can kind of rally behind and say, guys, this is what we're talking about when we talk about effort and when we talk about boxing now. When we talk, you know, it is one of those games I think it will get their attention. Yeah, well, I, I sure hope so. Uh, I would I would be willing to bet they out-rebounded us 3-1 to one tonight. I mean, they were just killing us on the boards the first half especially. Uh, so, you know, we got to check somebody out. we got to get a body on people and get after a little bit. Yeah, uh, and again, uh, they did shoot the ball pretty well. They shot 50% in the in the game, and I, I thought your guys' defense was pretty solid, but they were so patient offensively that they were always looking for a good shot. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what they did to Overton, too. They just, you know, took their time, were patient, um, kept making their cuts. We started off zone, hoping that they wouldn't hit the, ball, hit the outside shot very well. 
They came out and knocked down four of them, I think, in the first quarter. And we kind of dug ourselves a hole, and that's on me. And I told the kids that. But, uh, you know, Amherst, Amherst played well tonight. And uh, I, one guy I do have to talk about directly, Brady Klein finished with 16 points, five rebounds. He had a solid effort pretty much the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Brady's definitely one of our top players. You know, he's, it's usually he or Jaden that are our leading scorers. Every once in a while, somebody else sneaks in there. But Brady played solid. You know, we just didn't have, a, have enough to get her done tonight. All right, real quick, let's talk about the SCM. What are you going to have to do tomorrow? Well, we're going to have to rebound from this game, first of all, mentally. You know, we've got to come, just like you told the kids in the locker room, we've got to come prepared to play tomorrow. SEM's record's not very good, but neither was Amherst. You know, if you don't show up and get after it from the get-go, you can get tomorrow night too. But uh, hopefully we can go over there and get a win and start getting a little confidence back. We've got two huge games next week against number five uh, Elm Creek on Friday and against number two Kennesaw on Saturday. So, you know, we can't can't linger and worry about this game too much. we got to get ready to go again. Yeah, you can't let Amherst beat you twice. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Hey, Coach, appreciate time. Yep. Thank you. Jeff Vetter, head basketball coach here for Pleasanton. They fall here to Amherst, 47-39, to and we'll talk with Coach Rippin right after this timeout. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. And welcome back here. Our final score, 47-39. Amherst picks up the win over uh, Pleasanton. Kind of join us to talk about it is uh, uh, Amherst head coach Eric Rippon. And, uh, Coach, we just started looking at the stats here. First thing that pops out to me when I look at it, you guys shot 50% from the field. Yeah, we did. We were... Our goal lately in the season, you know, we've started having some success is slowing the ball down and getting a layup. And, you know, our kids, when we're patient and we take our time and we get the things that we want, it opens up outside shots and we open up some layups and we've done a good job of, you know, finishing them. Well, what has kind of turned the tide for you guys? Because you're, you're one of the hotter teams in the conference right now, winning four in a row. Uh, you haven't lost in 2019. <laughs> There's not that many teams that can say they're undefeated this year. Uh you know, we played a really tough schedule to start the year, um, and we kind of set that up to push the kids a little bit. And, you know, the kids battled through some adversity early in the season, and I think some of those close losses we finally learned, and now we're finally figuring out how to win some basketball games when things kind of start to go bad, as you saw at the end of the game. But that's our that's kind of been our motto, too, is that we haven't lost this year. I mean, I know it sounds kind of corny, yeah. but anything to get the kids motivated when well, you try absolutely. to do. So. Well, and you're building momentum. I mean, four in a row, a big win at Overton, and you another big road win here against against another conference rival, kind of a neighbor, if you will. Well, yep. You're beating all the neighbors right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're really, we're really uh, I don't know how to say, battling our kids to really go out there and fight. You know, we played a bunch of really good players. You know, Overton had Kaiser and Wallace. 
Uh, we played against Alma with the McKenzie kid who's having 20 a game. The Westland kid here, he's had a big year. And we really push our kids to fight against those guys and try to contain them as much as we can. And then offensively, we said, we just patient and we, we got to be confident and knock down shots. And we're just building confidence as it goes. And we're finally starting to figure things out a little bit. Well, you had four players that scored at least seven points for you. Elo and Rhodey each had seven. Thompson had nine. And Dominic Esperson with 17 points in the game. I mean, they, they're, they're, that's getting it done. Yeah, and I look at this and I see Dominic didn't miss a shot all night. Well, don't don't but, don't bet better than I don't. But I don't. I don't. I don't think. You know, I don't he, think. You know, he, I don't, I don't think, think he did. He did. Yeah, but if you look at it, if you go back and we'll watch the film, a lot of his shots were around the rim off of just face cuts, backdoor cuts, and he made a great and one play down in the yeah. fourth quarter that really kind of stopped their momentum and got our momentum back. That I told him in the locker room, I go, Don, that probably won us the basketball game. That was a big moment because they had just had a, a 10-0 run against you. Yep. Actually, a chance to tie it with a three-pointer, and then yep. then you get the and one lead of three ends up being a lead of six. Yep. And that yep. just changes the complexion. Oh, huge, huge play! And he he's a guy who is he's a junior, and he he started over probably half our games last year. And so we look for him to really step up and be a leader. And man. Was he ever one of our leaders tonight when we really needed him in a big hostile environment down here? Yeah, it was it was a fun environment. It was it was a lot of fun, and then both teams played very hard, really, pretty much all night. Yeah, and we knew. I told the boys. I mean, Pleasanton, they're having a good year. Their whole fan base is going to come out. Our fan base travels really well, and with it being a neighbor town, I knew it was going to be a packed gym and a lot of fun, and the energy was great. And I think our kids fed off it right at the start of the game, and really had the confidence to come out here and knock down some shots. And you, you're, you're poised here for a, a nice little run. And, again, I, I'm, I'm not going to be disparaging when I look at the next few opponents mm-hmm. that you have, but heading into the conference tournament, these are all teams that right now, the way you guys are playing, you guys could have a nice you know, six, eight-game winning streak uh, by the time you guys uh, play the conference tournament. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we, like I said, we knew we, we might take some bumps in the road you know, with our young, inexperienced team early in the year. But we knew if we could just learn and grow as a team, later in the year presents itself with some chances to get some wins. And, man, we're not we're not finding the easiest wins out there, but we're fine. You know, we're finding a way to get it done at the end. All right. Well, you don't go back in action until Tuesday when you travel to Shelton. Uh, have you done any scouting on them yet, or can you talk about those Bulldogs just yet? I know that they're much improved from years past, and I know that, again, on a road – Playing away from your own home court, anything can happen. So we're going to have to come out and know that it's not the same Shelton teams as the past, where we're going to have to come out and we're going to have to have a dogfight and find ways to win the game again, and we're going to have to just keep building confidence. Well, you've won your last two road games against a couple of highly thought-of teams in the Fort County Conference, so you guys are kind of becoming road warriors. Yeah, yeah, and I think that bodes well going into the conference. And, I mean, right now there's, there's probably a lot of teams not wanting to play the Amherst Broncos right now. I think that's true, Eric. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. All right, Eric Rippin, head basketball coach here for Amherst, who picks up a nice win on the road, winning here in Pleasanton. A final in this one of 47 to 39. So now Amherst is now 5 and 8 on the season. Pleasanton drops now to 9 and 5 on the year. Earlier tonight, the girls' game went to the number two team in Class D1 as the Amherst Lady Broncos pick up a 47 23 win. Excuse me, the Pleasanton uh, Lady uh, Bulldogs. <laughs> uh, they're now 13 and 0 with a 47 to 23 win 
over Amherst. So the uh, Amherst boys and the Pleasanton girls pick up wins tonight here in Pleasanton. We'll have more basketball for you tomorrow as uh, tomorrow afternoon here on ESPN Radio will be St. Cecilia and Kearney Catholic. That'll be followed by the two NFL playoff games, starting with Kansas City, and then we'll have the Cowboys game for you as our nightcap. And, of course, we'll have the two uh, other playoff games for you Sunday here on ESPN Radio. And tomorrow on Power 99, we'll have uh, another Fort Kearney Conference team, but traveling to take on Kennesaw. We'll have Elm Creek and Kennesaw in what promises to be a very intriguing uh, matchup. And pregame will start around 5 o'clock over on Power 99. Once again, our final, Amherst boys upset Pleasanton 47-39 to here in Pleasanton. I'm Randy Bushcutter for our engineer, Chris Langen, back in the studios. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. To be a Platte River Prep School sponsor, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.